Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome back, baseball family. Uh, we're going to come in and play one of our new favorite games that we started this season, Panic or Patience, and then we'll get into Contender Pretender later. But for now, Panic or Patience. So what we'll do is, if you didn't join us last month, is we're going to go through and talk about some of the teams at the bottoms of their divisions, see if they should be panicking or continue to have patience late in May. Now, remember, they always say you can't win a division in April or May, but you can certainly lose it. You can lose so it. I'm beginning to wonder if these teams are getting to the point where they've lost their division or their chance at a playoff spot without being mathematically eliminated yet. So, Brig, are you ready for this? Oh, I love this game. Go ahead. <laughs> Good. All right, here we go. Let's start with the Phillies. The Phillies are an interesting team. They went to the World Series last year, and they brought in Trey Turner. It was like, oh, that's the piece they need, but he's not been good. The Phillies have been worse, 25 and 28 going into Monday. Their last 10, they're 5 and 5. At this point, end of May, is it panic or patience for the Phillies? Um, Patience. I'm saying patience, and I'm saying because of Brother Harper. I want to see what he does at the helm for just a little bit longer, and then we will know. That's okay. my – if it wasn't for him, if I knew he wasn't coming back or whatever, it's over. Panic. So, yeah, I'm going to say patience as well, just because we saw them make a late run last year, right? Like, they mm-hmm. didn't have a great start last year, and then they fired Girardi, Philly Rob took over, and then they took off, right? They could still flip to the next year because they have too much talent on that team to not capitalize on a balanced schedule, to not capitalize yeah. on playing some really bad teams like the Rockies and come back and, and storm back. And I know – well, it's not the not the Mets on top of the East right now. It's uh, no, it's the Braves. It's the Braves, yeah. But they could still, but and in fact, they get, they're looking up at the Marlins right now, as well, right? So, but my thing though is that like, how much of what the Marlins are doing is sustainable? How much of what anybody else like? How much of what the Diamondbacks is doing is sustainable? Like, is that last playoff spot, like that last wild card spot, still up for grabs? And could they streak and get it? I think they could have a little bit, a little bit of patience, a little bit longer, maybe through the middle of June, little middle of June. I wouldn't give them to the break. I might start no. making moves. Yeah, we June. need to see. Yeah, something needs to get. If guys start July to click, yeah. if guys start to click, then then you're good. But until then, if nobody clicks middle of June, you got to start making some moves with somebody. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. All right, let's stick in the NL East. Speaking of the Mets, the Mets are currently 27 and 27 going into Monday. In their last 10, they're six and four, but they didn't show out well. I think it was against the Rockies. They didn't play nearly as well against them as I thought they would. Like I said, the Rockies are not a good team. No. So are you panicking or are you having patience with the Mets, Brick? I don't know. I don't know. The problem is there's there shouldn't be any holes. 
Mm-hmm. There just shouldn't be. But there I feel are. it's kind of the same thing, right? With with the Phillies, where they've got too much talent to be this bad to be a 500 team. Yeah, and it's like once guys start clicking, they'll be fine. And so maybe it's maybe it's patience through the middle of June again. Kind of the same treatment you give the Phillies. Yeah, but, but I'm panicking a little bit inside as a Mets fan. Well, just because you've panicking. seen the song and dance before, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm panicking because of talent, and I'm panicking on maybe some cohesion problems or, or whatever. But again, with the balanced schedule, I don't know, man. I'm worried. I'm not ready to hit the panic button, but I'm worried. We should go in between. Can I have an in-betweener on this one? <laughs> you get one in-betweener if you want this to oh, be Oh, if this is the – let me it. look at the lineup. Is this the only in-between I want? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, this is the one I want. I feel – I know what I want to say about the rest of them. <laughs> okay. It's your one in-betweener? Yeah. All right. Yeah, thanks. Okay. You get one too, All by right. the way. All right. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I – like I said, a couple more weeks of patience with, with the Mets just because of the talent. But it is weird because Buck Showalter, Buck Showalter did come out. And he's like, he's like, I don't like Pete Alonzo swearing on the field. Right. Okay. <laughs> and get off his lawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's funny he has issues with him swearing, but not his pelvic thrusting celebration. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. mm. That's a lewd, crude, bad dude. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. All right. Yeah. On to the NL Central. We have one team in the NL Central. Ah, we got two. We got two teams yeah. in the NL Central here. Here we go. Let's talk about the Cardinals. Okay, twenty four and thirty two. Uh, in their last ten, they're five and five. Panic or patience with you, Brick? Panic. Long time ago, panicking. Panic with no. the Cardinals. No, I'm panicked. Yeah, definitely. I and I honestly think I think it's a managerial move. Is what I was just going to say there. that. It's all about Marmol. <laughs> the guy's got to go. <laughs> he does. He's got to go for got sure. To go. All right, and the the other central team that we have is the Pirates, twenty six and twenty seven. In their last ten, mm-hmm. they're three and seven. That's bad. That is bad. Are you having patience? Or are you panicking? Patience, baby. Patience. I like what's going on there. It's okay to hit a bad streak of ten games. No big deal. It's all right, man. Just just ride this one out. You're gonna be all right. I'm having patience, but for a different reason. My okay. reason I'm having patience is because there were no expectations coming into this season. It's For like, real. Nah. We had a really good start. Let's see if we can get some magic back in the bottle here in a couple of weeks going into the All-Star yeah. break. Yeah. Let's see what happens. We were supposed they're to only... win the division. And the division's bad. The division's bad. bad. Yeah. They're only two games behind. They're in second place. It's fine. Boom. Exactly. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> and the Brewers There's have not been much to... better. There's nothing to panic about. There's every reason to celebrate if you're in Pittsburgh. So yep. hoist the flag, everybody. That's right. Absolutely right. All right. Uh, let's go to the NL West. Over to the Padres, 24 and 29 overall. And in their last 10, they're four and six. You are panicking. <laughs> oh, big time. And so oh, are man. they because they brought in Gary Sanchez. Yeah, this is. Oh, man. They're not just hovering over the panic button. Somebody is sitting on it. <laughs> this is They've got an intern hired just to sit on the panic button right now. <laughs> I'm <Yes>. telling you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because, 
like they're and they're they're preaching patience they're just like oh yeah we'll we'll get it no. sorted out we'll get it figured out it'll be fine we got we got a lot of talent here machado's on the il we'll be all right we'll be all right no you've got so much talent that with machado on the il you should still be winning seven out of every 10 games yep like there is something going on there that ain't yep. right it's not right bad news yeah, bears so, i'm telling you yeah do you think do you think they'll like if the Padres are not in the mix it, come trade deadline, right? End of July. Like if nothing looks like it's sorted out and headed in the right direction. Do you think they'll start selling off guys? Nope. No. You, they they're gonna not. hold they're gonna hold them on hold they're on to hold, a bitter end. They're gonna hold all their cards, bro. And they're gonna they're gonna use this offseason as a chance to run diagnostics. They're gonna go into spring training next year and figure it out. And then they'll decide by the all-star break next season. But this mm, one, okay. they're gonna let this one fly if they need to. Okay. All right. Okay, let's head over to the American League. AL East. We've got the Red Sox. 28 and 25 is not bad, but it is bad enough to be in fourth place in the AL East. Out of five for those of you keeping track at home. No, they're fifth place. Aren't they in fifth place? They're they're fourth. The the Blue Jays are at the bottom. By half. Well, that game. must have just switched. That just changed then. Oh, okay. All right, then that's yeah, current okay. as of right now. Whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, when I updated this, that was not the case, but now okay. we're good. All right, so you got you got the Red Sox in fourth place. They are five and five in their last ten. Uh, are you having patience, or are you panicking with the Red Sox? Panicking, and I'll tell you why. It's because they are in the AL East. If they were anywhere else, it would be a total patient situation. But if the way things are going in the AL East, I don't care if you win ten out of your last ten. They're still nine and a half games back, and they're not going to win 10 out of every 10. They just can't do it. Right. So I'm telling you, it's it's uh, it's panic time. But they're not going to panic. They're going to hold their cards as well. They're going to maybe make one sneaky little move at the deadline. They're going to – it's going to be an appeal to the fan base to show that they're trying – and it's gonna wa- it's gonna be a wash. I'm I don't have any faith in Boston this year, and I I really enjoy that because I'm a Yankees fan. <laughs> but at the same time, like practically, like as a as a baseball fan, I'm not watching the Red Sox and wondering when they're gonna break out and come, you know, for the third place or second place. So I'm just not worried about it. Right. I feel the same way. I would be panicking for them as well if I was them yeah. as well because of everything you just said they're in the AL East. They would be sitting half a game back in the AL central. Totally. Um, which would be no problem at all. But in the AL East, it's uber competitive, um, but they're not necessarily going to do anything like to this point. I feel like they've overachieved. I think so. Yeah. So if they maintain yeah. where they're at, if they can, if they can even end up in third place in the AL East, that will have been a success on the season. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely mm-hmm. agree. Okay, how about the Blue Jays, who are, as of right now, sitting in the last place at 28 and 26? Their last 10 is ugly, 3 and 7. Panic of patience, Bray. Uh, panic. <laughs> I gotta go with panic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did yeah. you watch them against the Rays last week? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they made him look foolish. Like bro, real uh, bad. Yeah. Like yeah. this is this was the thing. This was the thing that I like one of my big takeaways with 
the way that the Rays just took it to the Blue Jays last week. And I know the Blue Jays put up 20 on them. A broken clock is right twice a day, right? Like, no big deal yeah, 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 right. as far as the Rays go. Um, but one thing that they were doing is that they were stealing bases at will. They were stealing – the bases were stolen before the pitcher even moved to the plate, especially Alec Manoa. They they got to the point where they realized he was not checking the runner. So, like, so he's waiting till the pitch clock is at three to throw his pitch. They're gone with, like, five seconds left because they know he's not saying anything. Or yep. they know that he's not – he doesn't know. So they're already half, halfway to second base by the time the pitch is thrown. So they got some issues to fix out. And the fact that nobody nobody said anything. No, yeah. You know, that maybe nobody was calling runner to have him step off. I don't <laughs> know. Managerial issues I there. I don't know. It's odd. It. It's bad. It's I odd. think things could could potentially get a lot worse before they get better there. So. Yeah, I can see that. I, I totally agree with you. Okay, the Mariners. Let's go. Uh, no, we're Ooh. not going to go to the Mariners yet. Let's go to the AL Central first. Okay. Cleveland's baseball team, 24 and 29. Baseball. In their last 10, they are 4 and 6. Are you panicking or are you having patience? Mm, patience. Tell me why. Tito. <laughs> there you go. I know I keep getting it back, giving it back to Tito, but I really do have all the faith in the world in that guy. They're only three and a half games back in their division. They're in third place. It's the easy division. And if the Tigers mm. can be ahead of you right now, you're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're probably right. You're right there. That's so I'm going to say, I am going to say panic right now. Oh, and oh. the reason I say panic is has nothing to do with the division, has nothing to do with the record necessarily. It's because of that minus 33 run differential. That is uh, a problem because they don't is. score runs. I mean, I understand you can have great pitching. You've got Bieber and you've got McKenzie, right? Like you've got, you've got really good pitchers on that team. But I've seen it in Seattle. It doesn't matter how good your pitching is if you can't score runs. You're going to lose 1-0, to 2-0 to zero games a ton. It's going to happen. Totally. You've got to figure out a way to score runs. Like, and I understand last year, like, oh, well, we don't hit home runs. We just manufacture runs. Okay, but you cannot – then today's game, you cannot rely solely on manufacturing runs. You've got to be able to hit the long ball to some degree to win because your opponent can hit the long ball and put up a bunch of runs in a hurry. And then you're going to be in trouble yep. no matter how good your pitching is. Yep. Because your pitching can't score runs. That's the difference with baseball is that defense cannot convert points. It's true. And by that, I mean runs, obviously. Right, right, but yeah. But yeah, because in basketball, yeah. your defense can turn into a fast break. Football, defense can literally score points, but it does not happen in baseball. It so you've got to have offense. You've got to be able to hit home runs in today's game. And the, the Guardians don't do that. That's why I've got to say they panic. They've got to make a move. They've got to bring in a big bat, somebody who can hit home runs. If, even if they have one guy who it's like, okay, every other game he's going to give, or every few games he's going to give us one to keep us in it. You gotta have it. Is there anybody in the transaction uh, DFA cycle that we went through? You think they could bring on as a DH guy for that role specifically, or to give Josh Naylor a spell at first base here and there for switching um, it out? Maybe Luke Voigt. I could see Tito keeping him in line, right? I could. Yeah, might be good for him. That's what I was and, just thinking. And I think that he's kind of a player's manager, where he might be able to just be like, you know what, just go out and do your thing, right? Totally. Might be able oh, to help yeah. get, find a good spot mentally. Maybe Luke Voigt's the guy. I don't know. That'd be cool. I'd, I, I'd like to see that for Luke, actually. That'd be really neat. All right. Should we head over to the West now? Uh, we have to. Okay. Mariners, 28 and 25. 
In their last 10, 7-3, the A's certainly helped at that number. I will tell you that right now. Four games against Oakland in yeah. that mix. Um, are you having panic or are you having patience? I'm going to say patience, but I got about three minutes until I'm going to hit that middle-of-the-road worry button again. <laughs> I, I, I think that when their team is healthy and clicking, that's the problem. They have to be healthy and clicking, then then things are okay. They're not great, but they're okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think they need things to be great right now. They just need things to be okay. If they if they ended the season in second place, it might be enough. Yeah, probably. So it, for that reason, I'm going to say patience. The problem is y- clicking is harder than healthy, and you know. There are things you can do actively and aggressively to get healthy. There's not a lot you can do to get everybody clicking and on the same page all the time. That's the hard part. Yeah. Um, so if you had talked to me last week, if you'd asked me this last week, I would have said worried. Right. But in this last week, a lot of guys have gotten right. Julio yeah. Rodriguez is looking like himself again, finally. Yeah. Right. Slow starter. Uh, T. Oscar Hernandez is not swinging quite so much out of the zone, not chasing quite so much, not as bad. The issue I think in Seattle right now is Colton Wong, oddly enough. Like I was really excited they brought him on because he's a gold glover. Um, really solid bat. Haven't gotten anything out of him at all. Yeah. And so uh, I worry about a disgruntled veteran in that clubhouse. Mm. He's He's my worry. Right, that I keep mm. just being like, you know what? It's time to cut bait. You got to, you got to move him. You got to get rid of him. Ten million dollars for the year, like it, eat it if that's what it takes. Because I bet you, you get that guy out of the locker room and things turn around. Because I'm going to go to basketball here for just a second. In Portland, you would see the Trailblazers. One of the things they, one of the problems they had, and this happened twice in my lifetime that I know of. They brought in veterans to be leadership, but those veterans got sick of being on a team that wasn't. Uh, living up to, up to expectation, whether it's because of talent or just because there wasn't the cohesion. But what those guys did, when well, this came out in an article at one point, was they'd be like, they'd go to the younger guys and they'd be like, look, you know, I get the playing time you deserve here. They're not treating mm. you right. Whether they were or they weren't, was neither They're here nor there. poisoning the water hole. They were poisoning the water hole, exactly right. And I worry a little bit about a disgruntled Colton Long. And I don't know anything about him personally, right? Like whether sure. that is something he would or wouldn't do. But I heard about it from, I heard about guys in Portland who I didn't think would do that, who did just that thing. Right. So anybody could do it. Anybody could get dr- disgruntled and like could go to a Taylor Trammell like, man, you need to get your reps. You should be getting your yeah. reps. You should be out there DH and every single day. That's why you're not hitting. Right, like that's your job. They should be giving you that job. Like Pollock's not doing it. That's a Taylor Trammell job right there. And then he's like, "Yeah, you're right. You're right. I should be DHing every day." And then he goes out there. He gets a chance once a week to hit. He doesn't. And he's like, "Golly, I should, I should need my reps." And he's disgruntled. And then it spreads throughout the clubhouse. It does because that's quickly. the problem. That's what it feels like is going on in Seattle. Is that there is there's a little bit of poison in the well, and it could be spreading because things don't look the way they should or didn't don't look the way they did last year. And which is odd to say, but got mm-hmm. a couple guys coming back who I think will really help with that situation. I think there's about to be a resolution to the Colton Wong issue uh, soon because Dylan Moore's coming back. But anyway, that's a long-winded answer of saying I'm having patience with the Mariners. <laughs> <laughs> it's your baby. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, awesome. 
it's been real. It's been so crazy to watch this team this year so far. It's like, what's going on? What's the problem? But no yeah. patience with the Mariners for now. So I feel okay. You. Let's take a break. When we get back, we're going to go in and talk about contend- contenders and pretenders. All right, baseball family, welcome back to the third and final segment of this week's show. That was my radio host voice, and I will not be doing that again. We are going to (laughs) get us into the contender or pretender segment of the show. We're going to go down the list. We're going to give you division races. We're going to talk about how many games back teams are, and we're going to discuss whether or not these teams have a shot at the playoffs and why. Brad, Let's just start at the top. Okay. AL East. Baltimore is 34 and 20. They are 6 and 4 in their last 10. Second place in the division behind the Rays. And that is four games back. Are they contenders or pretenders? I think they're contenders. I think they've been steady enough for long enough that we can make them contenders. And the fact that they're only four games back of the Rays. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, side note, do you think they're the best team in baseball, Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay is the best team in baseball? Do you think they are, yes or no? Mm, that's tough because <laughs> they have the potential to be, um, but they have some warts. Um, that's tough. I, I don't know that the Orioles will ever, ever catch them, even though four games is not very many, right? Um, so far, uh, this is what I'll say. Will the Rays be the best team in baseball at the end? I don't think so. But will mm. they be the best regular season team? Probably. They, Probably. I think they're going to be the best. Re- I think they are the best regular season team this year. Okay. What about you? I have an opinion on that. I think that... I, I think at this point, Atlanta is probably the best team in baseball mm. overall. I think it's close. I think it's really close between those I think two. Tampa Bay is, is yeah, the only other consideration right now. I need to see a little bit more consistency out of Atlanta for them to be yeah. the best team. Because they That's have stretches fair. where you're just like, you lost to who? By how much? What? That's true. But like, I know like I said, I know the Rays gave up 20, but still, that happens. But, yeah. like... They could hang twenty just as easily as they just more easily than they could give it up. Yeah. So I just think that the teams that they've faced. Uh, anyway, let's get on. Let's get on with it. Um, the, let's talk about the Yankees. They are thirty-two and twenty-three, seven three in their last ten. That's puts them third place in the AL East, six and a half games behind the Rays. Are they contenders or pretenders? If you'd asked me a week ago, I I would have said they're potentially pretenders, but I absolutely think they're contenders. I don't care. They give up little league home runs. Gaffs happen in the field, um, but they came back and they put up seven the next inning. So, yeah, no, I think the Yankees are absolutely contenders to make the playoffs. Uh, because caveat, like that's a, that's what this is, a contender to make the playoff, not necessarily a contender yeah, for the yeah. World Series. We'll get there later uh, yeah. on another show. But for now, contenders to make the playoffs, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. AL Central. This one's really interesting. The Tigers are twenty-five and twenty-seven. They're five and five in their last ten. Puts them second place in the division, two games back. Is Detroit pretending, or are they going to be contending? 
I don't know that they're necessarily even pretending. I think they're just in a fortuitous circumstance, right? Or they're just like, yeah, this division's bad. Okay, <laughs> right? <laughs> We're two games under yeah. 500. That also puts us two games back of the of the division leader. So mm-hmm. let's just ride this thing, right? Let's ride this wave. I don't think they're necessarily anything. I don't think they're a contender. I don't think they're a pretender. I think they're just sitting in a good spot in their division is all, honestly. Like, so I think they'll I, fall off and they won't be surprised. Yeah, that's how I feel too. But I think it's interesting <laughs> because now we have to talk about Cleveland's ball club like we did a minute ago. Yeah. But because they're 24 and 29, four and six in their last 10, third place in that same division and three and a half games behind the Twins. Are they pretenders or do you think they have a chance at the playoffs? So it's funny. It's funny because of that division, because I don't, I don't buy in on the twins a ton. Right. Right. So I've got to say that because Cleveland has the potential to catch the twins, I've got to make them contenders despite panicking. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And saying we need a bat, but the reason we need a bat is because we're contenders in the division. If they weren't contenders, if they were pretenders, then I would be like, yeah, patience, whatever. You don't need to fill that spot. But yeah, because right. there's the potential is there to catch the twins. Absolutely. Like I, that's why I say they're contenders in the division in the playoffs. No, they're not going anywhere, but in the division, certainly. right. They're going to get to the playoffs. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Okay. AL hold on. West. Hold on. What about you though, Brig? What do you think with the, with Cleveland contender? Or pretender? Cle- Cleveland's contending. Yeah, they'll okay. make it to the playoffs, right. I think. That's how I feel. Okay. Thanks for catching me. I forgot about my having an opinion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the AL West is fascinating, in case you haven't been oh. paying attention. It is cuckoo for the proverbial Cocoa Puffs, okay? <laughs> the Texas Rangers lead the division by three games right now. They're 34-19, and 19, and I didn't put them on here, because, but I needed to. The Rangers are 34-19. and 19, Eight and two in their last 10, they lead the AL West. Are they contenders or is this a facade? <laughs> um, I want it to be a facade, like so bad, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, you do <laughs> so bad, but really, I don't feel like they've played a really tough schedule yet. Is that what it is? I think that's what it is. I don't want to call them pretenders because they're winning the games they're supposed to, right? Indeed. Um, but at the same time, though, like, I, I, ugh, ugh. <laughs> I've got to say contenders just because they're they're there, you know. Until they fall off, they they've got the best offense in baseball. Their pitching has been holding up its end of the bargain for the most part. Well, Nate Ivaldi has been holding up his end of the bargain. Okay, right? Yeah, yeah. They did drop two <laughs> or three to the Braves. Yeah, recently. Um, I don't they think took Nate two pitched of, any of those. They took two out of three from the Orioles, though. So, like, that's the thing. Is I'm going to say contenders just because they're there, and until they fall off, we have to. I think we have to include that team as contenders. I don't think they're going to fall off. You don't think so? Mm-mm. And I did not expect my prophecy to be fulfilled this early. I thought it right. would be next season. Yeah, I did. So I'm very excited. And they're doing it all without DeGrom, which is f- freaking crazy, but so fun. It is. It's fun. Yeah. It's a good day to be a Texas Rangers fan right now. Okay, let's move yeah. down because the Astros are a big question mark in a lot of people's minds. 
not so much in others. The Astros sit at 31 and 22, 7 and 3 in their last 10. They're number two in the division, three games behind the Rangers. Do you think they're pretending or are they going to contend? This one is equally as hard because we talked last year about the issues the Astros had. They were they were fortunate that those issues didn't cause major problems. Those issues are causing major problems this year, that they don't get a lot of guys on base. They don't get a lot of hits. They rely a whole lot on the home run. They live. They play in a stadium where that's fine, right? Yeah. Today, though, despite a Jose Altuve grand slam late in the game, they ended up losing in extra innings. Right. To a team that they should have beat. And they're 14 and 12 at home. So even when they're hitting bombs at home, they're barely above 500 at home. Yeah. They play yeah, better I would away. Have, I would have thought that the Astros would be better. Like seven and three in their last 10 is really good, but I still would have thought they had a better May than they did. Um, I can't say pretenders, though, because of the defending champs. You've got to keep yeah. them as contenders, especially at 31 and 22. They yeah, won like yeah, 10 yeah. games in a row a couple weeks ago. So, yeah. No, I think they're for real. Um, I don't know how deep into the playoffs they would end up, but I think they're going to make it to the playoffs. Well, and the thing too, like I honestly, like they're going to contend for the division. They're going to contend for a playoff spot, but I wouldn't be surprised if, like I said, that that ugly thing that they can't do reared its head at the end of the season because teams had them figured out because that's kind of where it's headed. I agree with you. Um, Now we got to talk about Seattle really quick. Do you think they're contending or pretending? I have to say contending just because I know the potential for this team. Like, okay. and it, it's obviously a very, it's a homer pick. I understand that, but yeah. I know the potential for this team. I know who they have and what they have. Um, Got to make a move for one guy, but I think they're contenders for the division for sure. Oh, definitely six a wild games, card spot. Six games back right now. Okay, yeah. let's move over to the National League. <clears throat> Starting in the East, let's talk about the Marlins. We already did a little bit, but they're twenty eight. In 26, 5 and 5 in their last 10, second place in the division and four games behind the Braves. Are they contending or pretending? They're pretending. They've got a lot of firepower. They'll hit a lot of home runs, but their pitching is not good. They have a couple yeah. of good pitchers, but over like their their bullpen's not good. Yeah. 100% agree with you. They're totally pretending. But the New York Mets are exactly 500 right now. They're sitting at 27 and 27, 6 and 4 in their last 10. Third place, five games behind the Braves. Are they pretenders? Or do you think they'll contend for a playoff spot? I got to say that they'll contend. Like, it's it's just a talent thing, right? They have to. They have to contend. Because I don't see them. Because the only other option to me is that they're pretenders. You blow it up. Right. Tear it all down at the at the trade deadline. I don't see that happening. So they've got to contend. They've got to be contenders. Okay, so if the Marlins are faking it and the Mets are all but deserving of at least a contention vote, then what does that mean for the Phillies? Because the Phillies are 25 and 28, 5 and 5 in their last 10. This puts them in fourth place. They're six and a half games behind the Braves. So the way the Phillies are playing, you can't call them contenders, right? No, I don't feel like I, can't. I can't call them a contender right now. I don't even feel like they're, you can call them a pretender right now because they're not pretending to be anything, but maybe bad. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, if they're pretending to be bad, does that make them a contender? I don't know. 
I don't know. It's a manic. They're not even at 500 right now. No. No. Do I think they'll contend later? They ought to. Will they? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Is that our big question mark goose egg for the the segment? I think that's our big question mark. That's our... uh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The National League Central is fascinating. Pittsburgh, 26 and 27. They're three and seven in their last 10. Second place, two games back. That's behind the Brew Crew, mm-hmm. who might also be pretending. We don't know. But do you think Pittsburgh is pretending or contending? I, I'm going to stay with contenders with them just because of the division that they're in. They hit a rough patch. That happens. Everybody's going to hit one. It's better to hit it in May than to hit it in yeah. August or September. So I'm. They got it's a good team. It's a good team, yeah. despite it. I mean, this is the thing that I've decided is that Rich Hill, for some reason, needs to pitch at night. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. Know if he needs to like go watch Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune before he goes out there. If, like, that's a thing. But, Get but his wheat shot. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> yeah, he's better at night than he is during the day. But he's been yeah. really good. He's been pretty good for them, despite being over the hill. Um, Okay, so we know the Brewers basically you could make the same argument for the Brew Crew. But what does that mean for Cincinnati? Because they're in third place right now, and they're only four games back. Five and five in their last ten. They're 24 and 29, which is terrible. But as far as the division goes in the NL Central, it's serviceable at this point. It is serviceable. And how is that possible? They just swept the Cubs, by the way. I know. Um... I know. They're pretenders, though. They're not going to win anything. Like, they might even, like, I saw that they might be shopping Jonathan India. Whoa, seriously? That's what the Twitterverse is saying. I don't know if it's true because I wouldn't be if I were them. But if I'm Seattle, I'm giving them pretty much whatever they want for him because you need a second baseman. Yeah. Because I love me some Jonathan India. Dude's (laughs) awesome. Dude is great. Yep. Okay, let's talk to the NL West. This is this is to me this is the most fascinating thing in the world. Because somehow the Dodgers are only one game up. The D-backs are in second place in the National League West. Hold on, Taylor Duke, listen to me. The D-backs are in second place behind the Dodgers, trailing by a game. What I know it's May, but one game Okay. They are 31 and 23. They are six and four in their last 10. Brad, are these guys faking it or do you think they're actually going to go to the playoffs? That's tough, man. It's tough. Because so the late, the last little stretch that they've had where they've been playing really good ball, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. had like a 16 game hit streak that just got broken a couple days ago. Um, one thing I think that the Diamondbacks are really good at is beating teams they're supposed to. They have a hard time beating the teams above them. Mm-hmm. Um, so will they contend for a wild card spot? Yes. Will they contend for the division? No. Are they pretenders? No. I'm not going to say they're pretenders. Like they've got they've got talent. We said be, at the beginning of the season that team has got talent. We just didn't think that they would hit this year, right? We were like, oh, they'll yeah. be pests. They'll be 500 team. But no, that talent yeah. has clicked already, and I. Th- I think they'll contend for a wild card spot. That's exactly how I feel. And this is the exuberant face I have to bring to the party. Like, I just, it's really cool. 
And you know what? And... I'm excited to have good baseball played in town because I in the offseason, I was like, I want to be bad because it'll be easy to get tickets. But no, yeah. I'm going to get to go watch <laughs> really good baseball when I go to games this summer. So yeah. I'm excited for that. It'll be fun. It's true. As long as your gold glove uh, caliber players don't get ejected for celebrating umpires making great calls, you'll be fine. <laughs> okay, so my fa- – and this has happened a lot, and we're going to wrap it up in a minute. But my favorite thing about all of this game – that we play is the implications for everyone else, right? The Padres yeah. get a ton of juice from the media and from major league baseball and from their fan base. That's super active and it's wonderful. The giants are kind of quiet, but the giants are like three, three games above the freaking Padres right now. The giants are in third place. They're only four games behind the Dodgers at 28 and 26, seven and three in their last 10 I think they're faking it. I think they're pretending. I think the best thing they have going for him is Gabe Kapler, and he should not be doing much beyond being some sort of like cover model of something, but he's really good at that. I don't know what else he's good at. (laughs) I saw this TikTok the other day. It was so funny. It was a woman explaining dugouts. She said she was, I think I said it to you. She was like, the dugouts have steel poles and they're wrapped in padding and that's to protect and the players. And they like to stand up at the top and they can they, come out and they can talk. Yeah, they like, sit down in the shade where they can hang out with their friends. <laughs> but it was, every picture was this like smoldering view of Gabe Kapler. <laughs> well, I think at one point she said too, she's like, and you can smolder. Mm. Yeah, she did. <laughs> I really do think that that is the best thing they got going on in yeah. San Francisco. I think they're paying. Yeah, they're pretenders. They don't have – I don't think they have the talent to stick around in that division. Um, it's they What they've done so far has been a surprise. I'll give them that. But True. Yeah. Because of that, they're pretending. Okay, Not so pretending. then the, the, the immediate implication is San Diego, right? They're seven right. and a half games back. 24 and 29 with as much talent as anybody uh, as big a payroll as anybody. And they've got every expectation in the world and they're squandering it right now. They're four and six in their last 10. They're not even at 500. Are they faking it, Brad? What's going on in San Diego? Well, it's like, who was it? I said this about the Phillies. They're not contending. The only, if, if they're pretending, the only thing they're pretending to be is bad. Like, you know, and for their sake, I hope that's what it is, pretending to be bad because they've been that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. So the deficit is not insurmountable, though. No, no, no. If it clicks, they'll come roaring back. Oh, yeah. And it'll be ugly for everybody else. Everybody in the way. Yep. Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.